is this is so incredibly disturbing. Do you think there's a coincidence that as soon as James Comer comes out and exposes those bank records, that suddenly Trump is going to be indicted? I mean, you're just talking about this soft approach from Joe Biden to China. We're constantly asking why? Why not protect America? Is it a coincidence now that Trump is going to get indicted on Tuesday after these bank records were revealed last week? Well, I don't really uh, believe much in coincidences. And so I do think that they're, um, you know, I, I think that it's important what uh, Congressman Comer is doing. And it's, it's a way for the American people to really find out what's happening. Um, and, you know, I hope that that effort continues. I think that it will. So we learn that the Biden family has been making a lot of money from China. And then we get the leak that Donald Trump is going to get indicted for hush money payments to Stormy Daniels, which isn't, well, a, a crime. Guys, good to be with you. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today, an absolute pleasure. Let me bring in William Jacobson right here. Cornell Law Professor, the mind behind LegalInsurrection.com. Sir, let, let, let's start with you. I wanted you to hear that from the former DNI, uh, James Ratcliffe, uh, there uh, talking with Maria Bartiromo on, on Fox Business. Start from the beginning and don't be afraid to go as deep or non-deep into the weeds as you need to. What is the allegation here? What is the crime that the Manhattan District Attorney, Alvin Bragg, is saying Donald Trump committed here? Sure. Thanks for having me on, Tony. Uh, with regard to whether this is a coincidence, the timing, um, I don't believe in coincidences either, but I think this is a coincidence because what Bragg has been doing in Manhattan has been going on for weeks and months, and the Tuesday date for indictment and arrest does not appear to be a real date. Uh, Donald Trump put that on Truth Social over the weekend, and then his lawyers have walked it back. So I think what's happening to Donald Trump is really independent of what is happening to Joe Biden. Joe Biden is a very serious matter. So the crime here <clears throat> is allegedly falsifying business records. There is nothing illegal about paying somebody to be quiet. It happens dozens or hundreds of times a day throughout this country when lawsuits are settled. Part of that lawsuit settlement is a confidentiality agreement and often a non-disparagement agreement. So there's nothing unusual or illegal about that. What the uh, allegation is, is that the way Trump recorded it is that he falsified his business records to purport to have some sort of legitimate business reason for it. That is normally not something that's going to be prosecuted. Maybe the IRS could contest whether it's a legitimate business expense or whatever, but people don't generally get prosecuted for that. Certainly, Hillary Clinton hasn't been prosecuted for anything similar to that. <clears throat> but that is the alleged crime. But that's a misdemeanor. It's a low-level misdemeanor, not really prosecuted in New York. But if you want to get Donald Trump, which is what Alvin Bragg wants to do, Let's make no mistake right. about that. You got to turn it into something bigger, particularly when it's a payment that took place six years ago. And so, so uh, uh, he's uh, alleging that it was a felony under New York law because there is a section that if the falsification of business records is done with the intent and for the purpose of violating some other federal law, then it becomes a felony. So here, if I understand it right, sir, talking to William Jacobson, Cornell Law Professor, LegalInsurrection.com, 
it should have been categorized in column X. It got categorized in column Y. It's a hush money payment to Stormy Daniels because she's claiming there was an affair. Trump says it never happened. What you and I believe completely inconsequential. But what the DA wants to do is say that hush money payment of $130,000, that actually was paying somebody to influence an election, a violation of New York election law. So therefore, ha we can go after it as a felony. And, and alleged violation of federal election law. But of course, the feds have looked at this and chosen not to prosecute it. So that's what's completely absurd about it, is the people who you would normally expect to prosecute a federal election law violation are, have chosen, have passed on it, have looked at it and said, there's no violation here, or at least they said there's no prosecutable violation. So Alvin Bragg is going through this legal stretch and it's a legal stretch which has been severely criticized by just about everybody. If you, the New York Times, certainly no friend to Donald Trump, even the way they describe this legal theory is that it's novel, it's unusual, it's not widely accepted. And so this is really by all appearances. And we don't, and I want to emphasize, we don't know what's actually going to happen. We don't think he's being arrested tomorrow, contrary to his post on Truth Social. Right. But, but if it happens and if all they have is this hush money payment and falsification of business records, then that is really a, a legal stretch to put it nicely. And it has all the appearances of a political prosecution. Now, now this was a legal insurrection the other day. Trump says, I'm going to be arrested Tuesday by Manhattan District Attorney. And then he stated the far away leading Republican candidate and former president of the United States of America will be arraigned on Tuesday of next week. Protest, take our nation back. Now, this then got um, a bit of contradiction, as you're, you're discussing, where it turns out they're going to be hearing from more, uh, quote unquote, uh, witnesses today as part of that grand jury. And nobody's actually expecting something to come on Tuesday. So in, in the concept of this being a leak, was this a leak by Trump or was there actually a leak from the Alvin Bragg camp, the DA of Manhattan? And what did that leak say to lead us to this moment? Yeah, well, the, the New York Times two weeks ago reported that they were moving in the direction of an indictment. Uh, the Fox News and I think other outlets reported last week that there were discuss security discussions taking place as to how it would be handled if there were in an indictment and arrest. But as far as I know, Trump is the only one to have picked Tuesday as the day this was going to happen. It appears to not have been accurate, at least according to what his lawyers are saying. They have no information about that. Uh, we won't know till tomorrow whether it happens. But, uh, you know, trying to get in the mind of Donald Trump is always very difficult. But the way I see this is this is his attempt to put to create a media firestorm, which he's great at doing, uh, even though he's off Twitter, he can still do it. Yes. And, and to get pressure on the DA's office not to go that last step. So, whether that will work, but that's how I read it. This is Trump's attempt to for stay any sort of actual prosecution. Let's talk about this idea of of pressure. Let's talk about this idea that we heard over the weekend that Trump is trying to intimidate uh, the district attorney, a district attorney we should note who spends his time taking felonies and turning them into misdemeanors. And now he wants to take a misdemeanor and turn it into a felony. But is there any argument that can be made from that post on Truth Social that did get shared everywhere that Trump is trying to intimidate the district attorney's office? From the, can you make that from that, let's call it a tweet? 
Yeah, well, I wouldn't use the word intimidate. I would use the word pressure. And there's nothing wrong with the public relations pressure campaign to not be prosecuted as long as you do it lawfully. You know, he did not say go attack the DA. He did not say break their windows. He did not say anything like that. So I, I don't think there's anything wrong with a defendant essentially going public with what's happening to them and urging people to object to their prosecution. I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that as long as you do it in a way that doesn't cross a legal line. And, and I think that will be interesting. Now, you know, they may claim it's a dog whistle to people or whatever, but nothing in Trump's post itself was a call for violence or a call for anything other than constitutionally protected protest. William Jacobson, Cornell Law Professor, the mind behind LegalInsurrection.com. And the question for us, sir, is what comes next? Let's say there is an actual indictment. Of course, the dream of the mainstream media is a cuffed former president, Donald Trump, having to do uh, the perp walk there into, into some police station. Could that actually happen? And then once this case gets in front of a judge, you talk to multiple people, you engage multiple conversations. I think Andy McCarthy over at National Review has engaged this, quite a few others. I, I'm not sure where you're at on it. Does this case actually hold? Does a judge actually listen to this case? Or is this thrown out based on its total lack of merit? Well, we're gonna to have to see first of all, what's in the indictment. And I caution people that we only know what's been either leaked or uh, said by the Trump team. And if there's nothing more than has been leaked or said by the Trump team, then it certainly does seem extremely weak. It may be amenable, uh, given the novel legal theory, to being thrown out. But let's wait and see. And I caution people about that. There may be evidence we don't know about. There may be things that were done that we don't know about that will be part of an indictment. There may be charges that we don't know about. So we're going based on what we think we know. Uh, so it will be very interesting when the indictment comes out. But let's face it, this would not be happening if it were not Donald Trump. Okay? Right. Alvin Bragg wants to get Donald Trump. Letitia James, the attorney general of New York, ran her campaign on a platform of not only getting Trump, but getting his family too. Right. This is a complete perversion of the prosecutorial power. It's disgusting. Um, if Trump committed a crime, then he's as prosecutable as anybody else. But by all appearances, these are prosecutors who are going over someone's life with a fine tooth comb trying to find a crime. And that's not what our system is supposed to be about. You're not supposed to take a political opponent and pour through their lives as Trish, Tish James has been doing in New York, trying to find something on them. That's an abuse of power. And we've seen that uh, in New York State in multiple jurisdictions. And, the, and, and, and as you talked about the idea of finding a crime, it's, it's Beria who ran the Stalin uh, secret police. Show me the man and I'll show you the crime, meaning something can be found on anyone. And that's one of the reasons why I think you see response so quickly, not knowing what could be in an indictment or if an indictment could come. Just the concept on the one thing that we know about is this is not something that anybody prosecutes. And we see so many times, sir, uh, the conversation of uh, pros prosecutorial discretion. I think that's what they call it, where prosecutors can decide we prosecute this, but we don't prosecute that. Mm -hmm. It's how left-leaning uh, prosecutors say, we don't go after drug crimes, or we don't go after people who steal from CVS, and all these kinds of things. And now you're gonna have a DA that does this. So take it for a moment, as you, you spend some time in both parts of the, of the world, out of the courtroom and into the court of public opinion. This is, seems to me to be an absolute loser 
for the political left. This is a mistake to want to go down this road of, but I don't hear anybody on the political left saying, we don't need this in order to still have Trump as our boogeyman thinking of it politically. Have you heard anybody saying who, who understands the law, guys, you don't want to be involved in this. This looks really, really bad for you. Uh, no, but I do have to admit, I don't necessarily follow the the lefty pundits as closely as I should. So maybe they're saying You're probably that. doing it right. Uh, you know what you I mean? Know. You're probably better yeah. off because of it. <laughs> right. It helps me keep my sanity True. or at least what's left of it. Uh, so I don't know, but I don't think anybody can really predict how this will play out. You could make an argument that this will help Trump, that it will cause Republicans to rally around him. Certainly Trump supporters are trying to use this bizarrely against Ron DeSantis, who has nothing to do with it. Uh, so this is being played by Trump supporters and uh, will be played by Trump as a political benefit to him. But I think that's not the, that's not necessarily going to be true because it's a long time between now and November 2024. And it's even a long time between now and the Republican primaries. You don't know what else is going to come out. You don't know how among the voters who are not Trump devotees. Maybe they're sympathetic to Trump. Maybe they would vote for him. Do they really want to go through the drama again for another 18 months of uh, indictments? Then there may be multiple indictments. They're looking into the Mar-a-Lago raid and whether they lied about the documents, uh, whether Trump lied about the documents. They're looking into that Atlanta thing. So I, I think in the short run, you will see a rallying effect. But by the time we get to next fall and we're in Republican primaries and then, of course, a general election, there may just be public fatigue. So I think the way that the, the Democrats look at it, my take is they want to run against Trump. They view him right. as most defeatable because no Republican candidate will turn out the vote for Democrats. But then like you get Trump. But then you get the whole thing of if he's the most, if he's the guy they want to run against, why would you try and do something that prevents him from running? So these two things seem to sometimes be in conflict. It's another conversation, sir, yeah. for, for another day. Uh, William Jacobson, Cornell Law Professor, the mind behind LegalInsurrection.com. I appreciate you taking the time. Much more to get to. Keep it right here. I'm Tony Katz.